plan if they wished to keep their riches and their lives, too. They soon came up with the idea that would solve all of their problems. Instead of using armed men to guard the property or guarding it themselves, the miners started breeding guard dogs that would viciously attack anyone who trespassed onto the mines. This was the solution they had been waiting for all along, and this was the solution that really worked. They were aggressive on command, and they attacked whenever there were uninvited visitors on the miners' properties. The thieves didn't need any greater deterrent than those vicious dogs. As you can imagine, many of these dogs were shot in the El Dorado Canyon, and their bodies were discarded in nearby bushes. As the gold petered out, most of the miners also left the El Dorado region, leaving many of the dogs chained at the claim sites to die, while others released their guard and attacked dogs into the wild. Since then, there have been many accounts of spectral hounds attacking unsuspecting explorers in the wilderness. Some accounts say that the vicious ghostly hounds have mercilessly slaughtered many people without leaving a trace of evidence behind. These tales traveled through the lands of the El Dorado and nearby towns for ages, and left many people wondering whether or not there were really ferocious canine apparitions lurking in the bushes and waiting for the perfect moment to strike. One day, two brothers... After hearing another account of a vicious ghostly canine attack, decided that they would test the validity of the ghostly tales for themselves. So they set off into the El Dorado Canyon to see if they could find evidence of any such ghostly beings. They arrived with their cameras in the El Dorado at about midday, and while exploring, they found an old mine shaft that had an old weathered chain embedded into a stone wall near the entrance. Upon entering the old mine, they found a pile of bones that seemed like it belonged to a very large dog. The brothers became very excited because, if the stories were true, they would be the first to get footage of the ghostly dogs in full-blown action. So they set up camp near to the entrance of the mine shaft where the sun had begun to set. They were sitting around a small campfire when they heard the first sound of what sounded like yipping coyotes in the distance. It's probably nothing, said one brother to the other as they began eating dinner around the fire with their cameras within reach so they could record anything abnormal that caught their attention. But soon, the atmosphere began to change, and the boys could feel it. The atmosphere became seemingly thick, and it felt like it was somehow changed. Maybe this isn't such a good idea. Maybe we should pack up and leave now, whispered one brother to the other, while he looked around uneasily at the vast expanse of vegetation that surrounded them. Shh! Do you hear that? said one brother to the other, but he couldn't respond because he was completely petrified. They could now clearly hear the panting of large dogs, and that meant that these dogs were very close by. But looking around, the brothers saw nothing. We're probably just imagining things, bruv. But before he could finish his sentence, 
the sounds of hateful growls echoed in the air for what felt like an eternity. The whole area then suddenly became quiet, as if the ghostly dogs commanded the respect of the entire forest, and all that could be heard were the soft rustling of the leaves as the wind passed through them. Then they heard it, the sound that sent every hair on the back of their neck standing up. The sounds of paws could be heard as they encircled their campsite, and scratching noises began to come from the entrance of the mine shaft where the old chain had laid. Suddenly, the chain began to move and pull at the rock wall, like it was being tugged by a strong but invisible force. Chilling barks and growls could be heard everywhere, and the pulling of the chain continued, but it seemed to get stronger with each six